0: Welcome back, my faithfully led tribe. It is I, your faithfully led host, Sean Romero, coming back with another outstanding episode. And what we're going to do today, we're going to talk a little bit about, because of this, and I keep hitting on this, about the whole coronavirus, how things are going to be different, how people are going to be working from home. But today, my guest is going to give you so many great tips on how to do that, because He's living it himself, and he's doing it himself, but first, before we get into the show, go ahead and hit the like and subscribe, especially on iTunes. Leave a comment, because let me tell you something, it really does help out the ministry, because you just never know who needs to hear this message. So today, i got my good, good friend, Jason Pockran Now, Jason, he's not only like myself, he's a coach, an entrepreneur, but he's actually given me coaching lessons myself and I've learned directly from the man himself he's a wealth of knowledge he's a definitely a wealth of just he's just this treasure trove of of deep deep thought if you will and um, you know he's a fellow believer so he's a father an entrepreneur husband this guy is the man and he's up in Michigan man so it's a little bit uh, colder up there too so but uh, without any further ado my man Jason welcome
1: to the show Sean, I'm so glad to be here with you, man. I appreciate you bringing me back on. I know yeah. uh, it's been a while since we connected and I'm excited to see that you still got this podcast up and running and sharing the good message and helping, to, helping find all those guys and gals out there that need to be faithfully led. So, Yeah, Paul, man, man.
0: Absolutely, brother. I mean, when we first started talking, this was just in its infancy. This was just started coming out. It was like I was doing this and it was like horrible. <laughs> it was really bad. And I wasn't even, uh, you know, interviewing people and stuff like that. So you basically have been around since the very beginning, man. So, you know, I definitely appreciate all the, uh, the help and, and, and all the support there, man. So, so, you know, let's get into a little bit, man. What's, a, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and what's going on.
1: Well, I like to tell people, you know, there's a couple of different angles. I say, I guess, as I try to talk about my story, it's a, uh a wild wild past a wild upbringing. my wife and I are both um both in a sense I guess the crazy crazy young and in love entrepreneurs here um I've been doing as Sean mentioned I've been doing my coaching business since 2012 <clears throat> coaching and helping men I have a background with uh, fatherless fathers in particular having lost my dad to an addiction with prescription pills back in oh man 16 years ago now back in 2004 um Wrote a couple books on that to help dads out um, to better better engage and fully connect with their daughters, and then um, recover. In the meantime, my wife and I we've also run a run a pretty successful um, physical products business. Uh, we run a brand called Creative Colors. Uh, we sell art, sell high-end premium art supplies, and help empower artists to live again. So, in the midst of that, um, Jason himself is a recovering financial advisor and uh, former insurance agent here. Um, so I've been around the block a few times. I'm always there to, to get my hands dirty and help families out and help dads stay safe uh, along the journey. But really, it's about just, it's been just about serving others, man, and helping people, helping dads particularly figure out that they can, uh, they can create legacies and do things a little bit differently here the way uh, Sean and I are doing things. So,
0: so now I know you're an author, man. So tell us a little bit about the book that you wrote.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, um, long story short, I'll tell you the first one, short little snippet, it's called The Confident Father's Guidebook. Um, I wrote that uh, the week that my daughter was born in 2015, because let's be honest, in hindsight, I realized that I had no idea how to be a father. So I figured out how to be an author, with air quotes, if you will. And uh, so I put that one out there, um, you know, a little bit of more in depth, personal healing, I eventually realized that that was more or less me voicing my opinion because um, I'd, I'd spent my whole life feeling as if I didn't really have a voice in my own family. So so that's a short little synopsis. That's the five steps to personal transformation um, that I took when I had met my coach first back in 2012, kind of started the journey. And then more importantly was Father-Daughter Conversations, which launched um, Father's Day 2017, which is bad. I'm not super certain on that. Uh, but that one came out And that was a collection of stories. Uh, I had my daughter in 2015, and I was always of the belief and the mindset that there's more than enough information in the world to help men raise boys and raise warriors and raise men of God. And I said, what the hell are you gonna tell me who's got a daughter? Because I have no dad, I have no uncles, I have no grandpas, I have no mentors. Um, So I set out into the world and asked men, stage fathers I said what would you tell a brand new dad who had a daughter like what piece of advice did you give them so I put all their stories together into a book I created conversation starters some questions that I put at the end of each chapter um for dads to kind of read through reflect and um just kind of you know get more involved interacting with their daughters and um so that's father-daughter conversations that's out there as well that
0: that's awesome man because you know with all of us stuck inside you know our relationships especially as parents have probably been strained if you will you know you having them trying to relearn certain things and, and and having to do different things so you know what would you uh you know what would you what advice would you give to like a new parent who's just starting to go through this and, and their kids are just getting you know i wouldn't say necessarily new new parent but you know someone who really is starting to be a full-time parent right now where they have their kids at home, they're working from home, they're homeschooling, you know, and, and this is a total different dynamic for them. What what kind of advice would you give them?
1: Well, you know, I try not to take it too deep here for people, but but some of the some of the the questions and the concepts in the book, right, or, or just in life in general, pertain to, you know, they pertain to the idea that like we as fathers, we don't necessarily take time to ask ourselves the questions, right, like. what what was my initial reaction when I became a dad you know like what were you as a man as a father what were you really thinking right like and was it a negative thing or was it a positive thing right have you have you really you know dug into yourself and thought about like what it means for you right like my coach had told me as much as I talk about you know I've gone back and forth on jobs right I've taken a good job and then I left full-time to go do business and then I went back and got another job, and I left again, right, <clears throat> and it's just like one of those as a concrete example, is the dynamic of thinking like when you become a husband and father, you make different choices, right like that choice determines the different choices that you have to make for work and for business or for entrepreneurship um and maybe you're not in the entrepreneurship boat right but but just asking yourself these questions or taking the time to look at your daughter and ask her, you know what makes you happy like we're so busy working, we're so busy, you know, like we we got in this gift of time to slow down, right? Right, right. Everyone wanted, you know, if I could, you know, whether you realize or not you're you're hurting the relationship with your daughter if you're not there because you're working and because you're tired and because you're exhausted and because you're confused and because you're angry and because whatever. So you have it now, right? And so how are you choosing it? Are you taking time to sit down, build a fort with two chairs and six blankets in the living room and sit there with your daughter? And actually, have her ask her, you know, like, honey, what makes you happy? Like, what does Daddy do for you that you love? Or what do you want more of from me? Right, right. Like, my daughter just wants all she wants from me, <clears throat> which I never realized. Right, is she just wants me to play Barbies and and, and color with her? <laughs> like, and so like all these nights, I could have been like so exhausted, but I could have made it an intentional choice to be like every night, I'm going to make sure I just color with her for thirty minutes. Right, right. Or I'm going to make sure. So I think that's one of the, one of the biggest things I think that you can do, maybe on like a simple, not so, so deep level here, but just ask your, take time to ask your daughters or your sons or whoever, right? Like, what do you want from dad? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what would make you happy? Cause you would be mind blowing at what they know and what you can, what you can do to develop that relationship. If you actually just ask them whether they're four or, you know, when three or four or 14, like oh, wow. they'll tell you. Right.
0: So what do you think about like, you know, people now that they're working from home and, you know, you, you've got your own business and we're going to talk about that here in a second here. And how do they, you know, change transition from being in an office? And some people are like, All right, get me out of here. I got to go back to the office, you know, but some people are like, no, man, I I like it. You know, how do you but some people don't know how to balance the two. How do you balance that? How do you sit there? What do you, what advice do you give to people who are trying to learn that, that new dynamic and how to adapt to that new dynamic and how to go and, you know, make it a success?
1: Yeah, I think one of the, one of the biggest things that, that I would recommend that you do is we have to create containers. And, you know, everyone talks about compartmentalizing your life or scheduling your day or scheduling your time, right? But, but before we get into this reactive mode, right? Like if you're at home and your wife's at home, it's natural. Like the first response you guys are going to naturally have is like, what the hell are we going to do? Like, I don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. I don't know what I should be doing. I don't know what you should be doing. And there's all these fears that we're going to have in our minds, right? Like, well, she's not working enough or I'm not working enough. Like we're not doing enough. We're not good enough. Right. Um, and I think it comes down to just intentionality in creating the containers for your day <clears throat> that you can say, hey, what is the one thing that I need to get done today? For me to feel good, for me to know that I moved it forward, whether that is working from home and needing to do that, or whether it's your business that you're running yourself or your your side business that you're building. Right? Um, Like for you, I know if you just set the container and say, "Look, no matter what, if I get these three podcast interviews done today, like I'm gold, and the rest of the day can kind of just you can you can let whatever else happens happen, because if you can protect that container if you can identify first what needs to be done and then protect the container. Right. And it can happen, I think the priority is just making sure that you do that for yourself and you do that for your wife or you do that for yourself and you do that for your husband. Right. So coming together and just coming together with your spouse and being in agreement on this is what I need today. And this is what they need today because we've got the whole day. So like you take the kid, I'm doing work. And when we're done, I'm tagging out and I'll take the kid, and you do your work. Yeah,
0: I was just actually just having a, a, a Facebook interview um, that I was being interviewed on, and I was kind of touching on those points, because you know, they asked me, said, hey, you know, being in the military, what was that like, you know, having that, sh- you know, the schedule and stuff like that, because when you when you hear military, you think it's rigid, it's this is it everything's structured, and in some ways it is, but in a lot of ways, you know, it's not, because you have your schedule, you have your stuff, but you also have to plug-in for flexibility. You have to be able to adapt. So, you know, I, I see that that point. Cause if the minute you put yourself in a container and you box yourself in, you know, then when things start going wrong, you just kind of don't you don't know what's going to happen. You know, you just kind of let things go and then, you know, but as long as you're you're there to fit that adaptability in there and say, all right, man, as long as these things get done here, we're we're good. Everything else is just that's that's icing on the cake, man. That's the, you know, let's let's roll with that. You know, so, um, so let's get into your business a little bit, man. So tell us a little bit more about that, man. Cause I know there's going to be a lot of people out there who are really going to want to understand how to make money in a different way, because there's going to be a lot of people whose businesses and whose companies they're not going to be able to go back to. You yeah. know, I'm in, mean, even like, you know, again, I'm in the huge in aviation and stuff. And as a private pilot and stuff like that, you know, United airlines is talking about, you know, furloughing 8,000 pilots. You know, that's which, crazy, right? Yeah. Which is insane. So, you know, I haven't seen something like this in a, in a very, very long time. So what, what, so tell us more about your business and give us some tips on how people can actually follow in your footsteps on how to build their own stuff from home.
1: <clears throat> well, I'll try to use, um, let's use the airlines as an example, right? So you've got 8,000 pilots that get furloughed, right? So you have 8,000 individuals that have the intellect and the skill set and the experience to have gone through that entire journey to learn everything they did to get their license to get the job to get the position to fly the planes to do all of it right so they may lose in a moment in an instant they may lose what they thought they had they may lose that security and that stability in that job but the one thing that they'll still forever have is everything inside of them that they can use to create something so if they created a digital product that they created a training course that they created you know the five-step process on how to help new pilots or help um, you know like help new recruits land a job as a pilot right or help them like whatever the skills it is, is right people 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 get in this world of thinking that the only value they have is what the employer gives them by giving them the position or giving them the job or giving them their degree and um, and we forget that we have the answers within us we just have to get creative enough to find a way to twist them out and put them into something valuable for other people. Right. Um, Cause that's what I did. Right. When I started the coaching business, it was just a matter of me starting. Fi- it was, I started with financial coaching and I had a woman pay me $10 to come to a photography studio to listen to me, give a presentation on financial coaching one oh one. and it was a matter of like, Hey, here's, here's your after state. Here's your before state. And I can help you get from point A to point B. So that was, let's do a budget. Let's pay off your credit cards. Let's help you, you know, make it a little bit easier as a single mom. And and that's it. Like you call it a business. Like you just, you just grow from there. Um, and then on the other side of it, and the other piece is always right. One of our mentors, Ryan Moran, he's the one that we went through the process with and did the the physical products brand we started. So creative colors, we started three years ago and it stemmed from my wife being a creative. My wife was an artist or is an artist, I should say. Um, and, uh, and we wanted to find a way where I was a financial advisor at the time. So I retired my wife at 31. I let her come home to raise our daughter and, um, and I was working and, and I only made 30 grand. So by no means has my story ever been like I made a hundred grand stockpiled cash. and it was like, we're winning. Right. Um, and I tell people that, um, but my wife got creative and came to me one day and said, I want to make paintbrushes. I was like, all right. Um, And it was the idea of like Ryan Moran always talks about like physical products, like people in the world are still going to buy physical products. So in this day, in this day today, right. With this epidemic, with everything, right. um, Our sales more than doubled when everything got shut down because people will still buy products. They will still buy things. Right. And um, you, as a pilot, right? Like, I'm sure there, you could, we could make, a, we could sit down together and make a list of 50 product ideas that Sean could make for that market, for that niche, for that audience, you know? Sure, um, sure. It, it, and it's that simple sometimes. It's finding a product and making it better and then finding an audience and giving it to them. Right. Um, so we're not, I mean, I always tell people like, we're no, you know, we're nothing special. We're just a couple of kids that uh, um, we went for it. We took the we took the income tax return that we got for having a daughter, and we said we want to start a business in our daughter's name that we can have a legacy built for her, so that when she gets old enough, she'll never have to be on the hook of college or education or debt or a job. Right. So we launched the first paintbrush set in 2016, um, and then the second set, and then the third set. You know, the third set just came out this year, and uh, um, you know we almost we almost broke six figures last year and revenue and um and now it's just expanding out and and figuring out how we can actually help artists on a whole scale you know right so we're working on the mission and the, the branding and the foundation right and we chander does coaching to help creatives to help empower creatives you know to be more confident to believe in themselves to find their purpose find their passions and then use the gifts because we all have it within us we just yeah, I agree yeah, I agree
0: that that we it all starts with us. You know, I'd say that I'd say that a lot because, you know, God gives you everything that you need, and, and but you have to do your part to be able to get it out there. You know, and if you're hitting that brick walls because you're either your motivation is something else that is completely different from what your vision is and what God placed in your heart, or you're just not looking up and getting that situational awareness and continue just to keep focusing on that vision. You know, you yeah, lost and you lost your your train of thought there you know so so tell us a little bit how do you, how do you, how can someone just you know once they know that they're they have it in them they want to do something how do they go about
1: it and start it um i think the first thing they got to believe the first thing they got to do is they got to they have to decide for themselves that they're willing to do it right so and I tell people all the time, right, with, with the, other, the other project that I'm working on, right, it's a new podcast, it's going to come out, it's called Career Crusher Radio. And I used to think, I used to have false beliefs myself, right, that if I had a day job, I couldn't be an entrepreneur, right? If I worked full time, and I didn't, if I, if I was full time doing coaching, and I couldn't succeed, and I didn't have 10, 15, 30 clients every month, right, like, I always felt like I wasn't enough, like I wasn't good enough. And that made me doubt my ability to stay committed to the business so the first thing you got to decide is whether or not you're going to want to do it um i talked to a guy i was talking to a guy the other day works for um works for lockheed martin um he's young he's in his 30s but he told me he coaches you know he sees men that come in there right fresh out of college they come into the position and he said the only questions they ask themselves is what can i do to get ahead in the job like what can i do to get to the top how can i position myself three years from now so i'm at the top of lockheed martin right like that's their vision and that's where they're going and that's all right. they want and right. that's good but he's also a 30 year old man a 30 year old man husband and father who's building something right um who has co-workers and other successful men making 100 plus thousand dollars looking at him every day asking the other questions saying well, how's your business coming how's it going what are you doing right. how do i do it how do i get it like right so you got you to answer, you answer for yourself which one of those camps you want to be in. Right. Because I believe there's people that are meant to to live life and give their God-given talents and find their purpose and passion. And until I'm blue in the face, I will tell you that is not going to be inside of anybody else's job, anybody else's company, anybody else's career. That's true. It is and true. there are other men that are going to choose to be like, you know what? It's that Martin Luther King Jr. quote that um i put it in the book i can't i can't uh, paraphrase and i put it in the confident fathers guidebook but you know it's where uh, uh, mlk says right like if a man is meant to be a street sweeper you know may he sweep the streets you know to the fullest of his hearts so if he's meant to be a plumber may he be a plumber and, and like for some people that may just be their thing but really i believe that just boils down to them not not being strong enough if we're being honest to make a choice to go deeper and figure out really what they can be so step one they need to decide right before you get into any of the strategies or tactics or anything i think you need to choose which path you want to live on and figure out which one you're committed to step two they need to call sean romero and sign up for a free coaching call and then figure out there you go there you how, go that's right you know they gotta figure out whether or not it makes sense you know what i mean because yep. this, this shit's not easy like no. this road you know what i mean like i got laid off recently from my insurance job that i was using you know to just help get by right you know to keep a little bit of safety net sure but i also get the choice right like okay what's that mean then right i get to choose to either double down and do what i'm doing and what i'm building and what i'm creating yeah. or i get to choose to be scared and go back and find another job right right my That's wife true. has gotten laid off plenty of times right or not plenty of later but recently you know she let go of the part-time job we were hanging on to it as this little safety net and this back security that we think we needed right Regardless of how the business has been doing, right? There's always that fear of like, wow, well, I don't know if I can really do it. Yeah, yeah. You can. It, it, it happens to
0: everybody. It happens to everybody. Absolutely, 100%. I've been there. I, I'm absolutely 100%, man. I'm following, I'm tracking you. And, and you're correct, you know, because we, we're, we're being told and we're, we're trained and we're, we're taught from an early age. You go to school, you graduate high school, you're supposed to go to college, after college, you get this job, you're supposed to retire, have a house, somewhere in between, you're supposed to have a, buy, buy a house, have 2.3 dogs, you know, have, you know, 2.3 kids or whatever it is, white picket fence, and then you're supposed to be live happily ever after. And it, it obviously doesn't go that way, you know, and, and that's ingrained in our thought. So, you know, but, when God puts something inside you, man, that you have to get it out there. You have to put it out there because I believe that if you're keeping that within you, it's probably one of the most selfish things out there because you just don't know who needs to hear that message or who needs to be a part of that, you know, that legacy that you're creating. So, you know, with, with that, you know, I kind of want to ask you about what do you think is your legacy and why do you think your legacy, especially as a father, you know, you know, what, what, what does that mean to you? What, what is your, what are your, what do you want your legacy to be?
1: The one thing that I want when I leave this, oh, man, if I could find it, um, what all I want in this world for me, first and foremost, as the father of Lennox and as the husband, as the man that I've been, is to not be absent for my children. So for me, I lost my dad to prescription pills when I was 17 years old. And I spent, you know, when I started my journey, right? When I started my coaching business, it was live to give. And it was that idea, right? That we literally should live to give of ourselves and of our time and our talents and our treasures like the Bible talks. But um, for me, it was helping men realize, like, don't be a shitty dad like just be there, like literally just be present, right. Be in the moment for your kids because they don't want, they don't want quality time. They just want time. Right. Right. They don't want, I tell people this, I've heard this and I don't remember who first asked me, but someone asked me, you know, you grow up, you have your two kids, right. You grow up and you try to build the, you get, you put in the time, you put in the work, you put in 50, 60 hours a week, right. To buy the house and the boat and the cars, and the vacation, and the addition, but have you ever once stopped and asked your daughter, do you want these? Have you ever asked your teenage daughter, do you want to go to Disneyland? Because dad's got to go work an extra 50 hours this week to pay for it. And I guarantee you, right, like if you asked your children, if a husband took the moment to ask his children that, they would tell them, no, dad, I just want you. I just wish you were home on Saturday. I wish you could just spend the evening in the backyard with me you know what I mean like absolutely and that sounds so simple and so so cliche and so like well it's not possible and I can't do it and I gotta work and it's my job and it's all that well you ask yourself the question right who are you when you when it's all stripped away when your job is gone your title's gone your everything like who are you when you're not your roles you're not the husband the father the flight the crew chief the mechanic, the whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Like, can you sit with yourself? Because that's what, that's the legacy I want to live. I want to be able to know that I can sit with myself and know I'm Jason and I'm inquisitive and I'm deep and I'm thoughtful and I'm grounded and I'm present and I'm loving. And if all I did for a legacy was been able to live my life, you know, with my daughter and my wife in that capacity, and helped other men, other fathers be able to figure out how to do the same, then I'd be happy.
0: That's awesome. That's, and, and you know what? That's something that everyone should really strive for. And I mean, I think that's essentially what, what a legacy, especially as a father should be, you know? So as we close this up, man, let us know how we can get in touch with you, but also let us know how people, those fellow artists out there who want to go out there and, and buy some of your product, man, where can they go? And, uh, and also, how to reach you for like some one-on-one services man
1: yeah absolutely so um i appreciate that sean um i am working on getting the website up and running here um for anybody who wants to reach out to me they can go to career radio.com um they can get in touch i'll we'll have the podcast up here in the near future and then some more information where they can learn more and uh, just kind of get in touch with me or get on a phone call um i got a facebook group i'm putting together as well um as far as the artists go um, if they're ready to buy and they're looking for the best high end art supplies in the world and they want to take their art to the next level, they can always go to creativecolorshop.com. Uh, we just got the Shopify store up and running. Um, you can find them there. You can always find them on Amazon. Um, but more importantly, if you're ready for just the next step, they can always join um, the Artist Secrets Facebook group. And that's where my wife is in there, um, adding value and helping, coaching, and teaching and training artists how to, to get more confident and uh, be able to self express themselves and take their artwork to the next level
0: yeah outstanding man outstanding dude it's always a pleasure i really do appreciate it man and guys don't worry about it all those links are going to be in the show notes that way you guys can get in touch with jason if you want some coaching one-on-one i highly recommend it because like i said he's even coached me and you should always always be looking out for other people to help you get to that next level and dude thank you so much man i really appreciate having you on man and it's always a pleasure talking to you brother
1: Yeah, man, I love you too, buddy. You know that you've been incredible, and you've helped. uh, I know you and I've had some really good coaching calls and good conversations. You've helped me learn and grow as well, in life and business. So I'm glad you're out here doing your thing, man. And uh, it's always nice to see you on the forefront. So,
0: Amen, brother. I appreciate you, man. All right, guys, remember be blessed, but most importantly, be that blessing. Until next time, guys. you no best. You know best. You know